Air School, the podcast. You're on spin. You are very welcome back to Spin Our Skull and we are almost out of time on this morning's show but as we do each and every week we will wrap the show up with a very special guest. Now this week I'm really excited and a little bit nervous to chat to this special guest because every time I listen to his Instagram stories, I check what he's been doing on social media, I feel a little bit intimidated because he comes across as someone who knows everything and I think that he's going to have lots of incredible knowledge to share with us this morning on the show. I am of course talking about financial planner, best-selling author and online economics and finance guru Owen McGee. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Spinner Skull. Thanks Louise, great to be here. Owen, it's great to have you. Listen, the subjects that are up for debate on the show this morning, we've been chatting about economics, business, business economics and accounting, I should say. Three choice subjects for the Leaving Cert. Did you study any of them? Yeah, I did accounting. I did biz, business studies. And I, you know what? I really regret that I never did economics. I really do. And it's, it's something that I think gives you a real broad tool for the rest of your life around like economics, money, and politics are so tied together and money and politics are a huge portion of the media we consume in terms of you turn on the news at six o'clock or listen to the news on the radio and it's all about politics or money and economics is a real catch-all between the two of them and I think just looking back on the way the world has worked and everything else I think I, I really wish I had have done that subject for the Leaving Cert. Having said that there's something lovely about accounting like when you're doing accountancy you're looking at it and you're saying, there's a right answer here. Like it's black and white. There is no kind of opinion on it. It's this is how you do it. This is how things are done. These are the rules. This is the process. This is how it can work. And it can be very, very rewarding when you get things to balance up and it works out and it can be really, really, and again, it, it kind of gears you up for life. If you think about it, all of us have to manage our own money. When you use that accounting to go into something else and you work in industry, knowing how to read numbers which is what accounting is in my mind is an incredible tool and that's not something something that everybody has and then the general business studies to me and I don't know how much the curriculum has changed but for me the general business studies is just it's really getting to know different workings of how the business world works and I think it's very exciting and I do think that again I think with the three of those subjects when you're looking across the three of them you are so, they're such tools for life that you can look across them and you can take them and you can apply them to so many other things in your life. And it's a little bit like people will always argue with you. I learned algebra in school and I never used it since. There are ways you can apply it, but sometimes you have to think about how you apply algebra. With biz, business studies, with accountancy, with economics, you don't really have to think about it, how it applies. It just applies. And you will remember stuff you're learning this year in years to come and you'll apply it and there's a great quote i can't remember i think it might have been um greenspan said it i'm not 100 sure but i think it was one of the fed chairman said the one thing that man learns from history is that man doesn't learn from history so the stuff that you're learning about the past right now it will happen again and you know what you'll recognize it you'll say should that happen before we learned about that in leaving cert and that's really powerful because if nothing else, it means that you'd be an interesting person to talk to because you'll have some you'll have some knowledge of the past and what's happened. And I do think they're great tools, all three of them. What what an armory to have if you're doing two or three of them, even one of three of them. But if you're doing three of three of them, I'm not sure if that's even possible. But like I just think they're great, great tools to have in your future life and future career. 
Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Owen. And you, you're right, you've mentioned life skills, you've mentioned how they're tools and they're subjects that will stand to you in the long run. So does it surprise you that they are optional subjects on the Leaving Cert curriculum? I mean, I know I did my Leaving Cert 10 years ago. I never studied any of them. I wasn't very mathematical. Languages were my strength. So I tended to go anywhere but maths and accounting and business. And now I find 10 years on, I'm like... Okay, so what are taxes? How do I apply for a mortgage? You know, skills that I feel are really essential and every human being needs to know. And I feel like I missed out and I'm actually at a complete loss. And I'm sure I'm not in the minority in saying that. Lots of students tuning us in this morning probably don't study business, economics or accounting and perhaps will find themselves in similar positions in years to come. So I guess it leads me to the question, Owen, do you think there should be a subject on the Leaving Cert curriculum that is mandatory for all students to do? Because these are skills that we need like i think the way our system works our education system works i think and maybe you know louise but and certainly in my school up to junior cert it was mandatory to do one of the three to to, to pick one of them i don't know if that's the case across the board and um, i doubt it is but like certainly up to junior cert level i do think that when you're turning kind of 15 16 17 you're coming into kind of fourth fifth and sixth year making it mandatory I'd like the foundations to have already been done to allow people to have the choices that they really think they can see their life going in. And I I think mandatory for the junior cycle, absolutely, there should be, it should be something that people have to do. But when it comes to senior cycle, I think you're you're a bit more grown up now, you're becoming an adult and you need to decide what decisions, you need to make decisions for yourself to decide what direction you want your life to go in. And I do think particularly at that level, at fifth and sixth year, there's so much pressure, and I particularly this year. My God, the, the people doing, the people in leaving search year this year, they've had it so hard. Like, look at what happened last year. They missed half, but they've missed bits of two years of school now. And yeah, granted, I'm sure they're working very hard online, but it's not the same. And what I would say is, is that those people don't. They've, it's a pressurized enough. You those these guys who are listening to this now have had it worse than most. But it's a pressurized enough environment without being given another subject that you have to do at senior cycle, but certainly at junior cycle. And I do think there's a lot of work has been done in the recent years in particular about what you learn in junior cycle with your business studies subjects. And I think that that can always be improved upon. And we will never reach a stage where everybody feels, yeah, I'm on top of that. And we can always improve things. And I do from time to time, I go into schools and I give talks to transition year students and the stuff that I do with them it, it's just so it's it's relevant because I'm getting feedback from them all the time about what they want, but they get a huge amount out of it. And not only that, the teachers often turn around and say, that was great for me too, but these are business studies teachers. So it's not stuff that's covered on the curriculum. It's about managing your day-to-day finances and thinking about money long-term and all of that stuff and really getting into how money works and what's important to you. And sorry, Louise, before I say it, right? We are inundated with people looking for me to come into transition year students. So it's not going to happen this year. If anyone's, if any teachers listen to this, it's not going to happen this year. But certainly, um, we it's something we do. I do on a regular basis, and I really enjoy. I think the curriculum could always be improved, and I definitely think at junior cert level it should be a mandatory requirement. Yeah, well said, well said. And uh, look, Owen, don't worry. I think you're in the clear this year. No special guests allowed in school, so they'd only have you in uh, in a little virtual capacity anyway. So you're you're safe. <laughs> Maybe.
Maybe, yeah. Well, look, um, we've got to keep moving on. And I guess let's jump into a career in economics, a career in finance, a career in business. Lots of students tuning in this morning have their CAO filled out at this point. I'd imagine if you're choosing to study business economics or accounting as a Leaving Cert subject, you're doing it for a reason. It's probably where you intend to, you know, continue to study in third level or perhaps carve a career for yourself in when you finished uh, your university studies. So for you, what kind of advice do you have for students that are looking to head into that field of study? Um, are there any any certain areas that are really exciting at the moment that are probably a good place to go in terms of employment after college? Yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of interesting places. There's a lot of, particularly in finance, there's a lot of integration of technology and finance together. We call it fintech, financial technology. That can be a really exciting area. I think it's going to change how we interact with money and how we manage our money and how we look at our money. So that can be very exciting. I do think the whole area of what I do, financial planning, has really come of age in the last couple of years in particular. You used to have your traditional financial advisors and they still exist and they would basically say, here's your bag of products and let's try and fit them into your life. A financial planner starts with your life. Like Think about what a financial planner does. I get to talk to people about what's important to them, about the life they want to live, about the money that they, how we're going to get their money to support that life. I get to talk to them about their health. I get to look at all of their finances. And then on a regular basis, like once a year, I get to sit down with them again and see how it's gone. And I get to influence their financial decisions around that to try and have their money support the life they want to have. And what I would say is, is that I love what I do. I absolutely love it. And you can't be expected just yet in sixth year to know what you love and what you're going to love doing. But what I would say is, is that keeping it as broad as possible at the start and trying different things. And in the summer, if, if we're all allowed to go out and work again in the summer, try and get jobs that are specific to your career. Don't, uh, if you have the joy and the ability, don't just take a job that has no relevance. Like if you never want to work in a restaurant, don't go getting a job in the restaurant for the summer. Try and get a job that's relevant to what it is that you want to do and try different things if you're getting a part-time job. People in my industry love getting people in from colleges who are studying this stuff. So look for a job that's relevant because honestly, what you will find is, is your opinion will change as you get through your studies. So try and find out as early on as possible. And the most important thing I'd say to you is if you do go down a path and you find you're on your way down it, and then you find, you know what, this isn't for me, stop and start again. That's what your 20s is for. Get it right, because in your 30s, you really want to, that's where you will really develop your career. So I would say to you, try different things, get it right. If you got it wrong, start again and don't worry about it. Now, if you're still doing that in your mid 30s, you probably need to have a chat with someone, but you can do it in your early 20s at least. Brilliant. That is such good advice, Oda. I think that uh, it's true for everyone. You know, you do need to try your hand at a few different things before you find where you're really comfortable. I guess just finally, in a, in a nutshell, um, we will ask you that question that everyone asks you and we all want the answer to Owen McGee. How can we be good with money? What do we need to do? I'll give you one key tip and it's about being conscious with money. And what I mean by that is, is when you walk into the shops to buy a bottle of Coke and you walk out with a bottle of Coke and a packet of crisps, the Coke was a conscious spend. The packet of crisps was a subconscious spend. Some marketing department got your money out of your pocket and put it into theirs. Think about what you're spending money on. In the last 12 months, it's been a bit harder to spend money because of COVID. Think about the stuff that you miss. More importantly, think about the stuff that you used to spend money on that you don't miss. Don't let that back into your life again. Be conscious with money. 
Brilliant. Be conscious with money and it looks like it's two thumbs up for a career in finance and accounting and business in the future for our lovely Leaving Certs tuning in this morning. Owen McGee, what a pleasure to have you on Spinner Skull. Thank you for joining us and the best of luck with everything you go on to do. Spinner Skull, the podcast. To learn more about our other podcasts, check out Spin Online or download the Go Loud app. Spin.